and welcome everyone to the Cocktail Cabinet, brought to us by Prince Wine Store. And welcome Miles Thompson, who's in the studio with goodies. Yes, always good to be here. And with goodies, even better to be here. So um, we were talking earlier about Corrie's birthday and the wonderful mm. birthday dozen that we made a very big dent in oh, the other good. day. Did the we make d- a very big dent? That makes us sound like real... We had a week. Alcoholics. Yeah. First of all, well, it I wasn't wanna... only. We should preface and this by people, saying right? it was a casual lunch. Yeah. There was oh. more than just no. You that, and I, that's Cora. right. And Carol and I want to talk about the one of the Sicilian whites that we both tried over lunch. But first of all, I would like you to tell potties. Well, I would like to tell potties about the incredible champagne you talked my husband Peter into buying because he came to pick up Corey's mixed dozen. Yeah. And what was it? And Carol, seriously. Along with Perrier Jouet, I think I have found my French champagne. I think it's, it was that's a tautology, Corey. I, I know, as I said it, I paused then. My champagne. <laughs> uh, Verfoni is the one I think I, I got for you. Yeah, it's actually bought in by De Bordoli, and I know I've talked about De Bordoli a few times, but they they bring. I don't know if they bring in anything else, but they certainly bring in this. And we saw it many years ago for the champagne event, and thought it was really good then and we've bought pallets of it since and yeah we think it's just really great value for what it is really really lovely sort of really smooth yeah like mid-weight sort of style champagne it's not in that really sort of powerful like Krug or Bollinger sort of style, when but you it's feel not your that super is, light. Your, your nose is going to blow off. Yeah, that's right. They're really so full can, on. And you can it's buy this of... online th- with the M E double S. Absolutely, yeah. Code, or you can go into Prince Wine Store yeah, in we, South Melbourne and buy it. We generally have it in stock. Is it rude for me to ask how much Peter spent on my champagne bottle? Uh, yes, I, but tell me. Well, I gave him a I gave him a, a special discount. Oh, did you? <laughs> uh, I think it was. Uh, $85 in the end. Oh, that is, which I is think really that's great value. Really good value. Yeah, especially these days with champagne. Oh, Na- name of that's probably about what it would be normally. I think we just, we, the way we'd price it was a bit odd. So, anyway, so it probably works out to probably about $90 on the shelf normally, I would say. Name so of the champagne again? Verve Forney, like V E U V E and Forney, F O U R N Y. And Very it's the, I think it's the Premier Crew. They have a Blanc de Blanc, which is all Chardonnay, the, and then the, the, this other, is the Premier Crew. The other one, Carol and I, we actually tr- stood on the we stood at the kitchen bench together and took a photo to tell you about how much we loved the Lucifer, yeah, the Bianco Terra from Siciliano. And that's Sicilia, the one I talked about I think, on the episode. You did, you yeah. Did. That we we talk about it being the, like these these wines from Etna in particular these whites being kind of like the Chablis of the South. And it definitely has that really, you know, you think Etna's got that really sort of mineral rich soils and it sort of comes through in the wines. I've got this lovely sort of vein of minerality and a lovely crunchy sort of citrus sea spray, salty thing that's, yeah, really fantastic. Still lovely fruit on it as well. Really great. that really like clean sort of mineral and, style. And we had a glass of it, didn't we, Caro, before lunch, which we thought was absolutely yeah. perfect, everybody. Yeah, it's a great wine. We're, we're really, we like it a lot, so... Mm. And that cost. Enjoy it. What does that cost again? Maybe forty, forty dollars. Yeah, or something. I think that's not was super expensive. A lot cheaper than Chablis these days. It, that that is true. Yeah. Now, Miles, tell us what you've come to talk about today. Oh well, I've got th- I've got three things. Um, I've got some autumn drinking, just some some a wider red. <laughs> As opposed to when we do it <laughs> for the rest of. Yeah. Autumn drinking is different to spring and oh, summer and winter drinking, oh, Corrie. Oh, things, Caroline, what do you do in autumn? Well, you well, pledge yourself in a leaf I coat. Think, yeah, why not? I, I sort of think cooler weather and we're, we're sitting yeah. on a cooler day today. Absolutely. I'm thinking starting to light the fire again. I'm thinking looking at your jumpers again. Yeah, for or sure. Autumnal cooking colours. With, cooking with pears and figs. Yep, exactly, and quince, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yep. 
what are we drinking with all these things? So first thing I thought I'd go, Aussie icon, Tabilk Marsan. Oh, um, my Lord, that takes me back. Yeah, but it's such a great wine. I was just sort of, you know, that they have the some of the oldest and the largest plantings of Marsan in the world, which is pretty incredible. So it's sort of from France, that grape originally, and it has this lovely weight about it. It's got a richness to it, still still keeps really fresh. So it's like a, I guess, if you want to compare it to maybe an an oak Chardonnay, but it has a bit more of a kind of ripe yellow fruit sort of thing going on rather than that kind of like citrus apple thing that you get with a lot of Chardonnay. So a little bit more sort of like riper fruit spectrum still with lovely freshness and a bit of extra weight in the palate. It's got a bit of richness and palate weight, unoaked. And look, you know, it's it's kind of an icon for a reason because it's not expensive, $18 a bottle from Prince Winesaw. And um, it's just fantastic. It's just such a good wine and it's great every year. It's probably one of the most consistent wines in Australia, I'd say. I remember and I went, we love I it too. To you know, it's it's something you see in Dan's and all the places, but it's a wine that we love having anyway. You don't just, see just, it often enough. And at, at, our, the, yeah. at our event, you know, late last year, which we had at Prince Wine Store, I think that was one of the wines we tasted. Yeah, and it oh, went it off. Been too. Yeah. yeah, it went off. There, there, are photographs, there are photographs of me at the age of eight. For some reason, the family went to Shepparton on a holiday. Mm. Doesn't sound so exciting these days. It was then, and um, we went to Shadow to Bilk so my father could um, buy some wine. But we—I don't think they did sell a door then. But we, had, we were given a tour, so there's photographs of me underground in oh, very, cool. very old. Yeah, I thought um, they were going to say there were photographs old. of you drinking Shadow to Bilk Marsan. Yeah. Could be. Well, we were very advanced. <laughs> our, um... And age is very well too. That's the other thing. Yep. Yep. Like my, my for that price, you could put it down for five 10, years. But... <laughs> nice. Um, and good, good, and so can, can, I say, I, can we good, just cut to the chase? Wine. What is this incredibly l- luscious looking drop right. that you have in front of us here today? So, so I've got another red, but also this is a, it's called a, it's a mistel is the type of drink, which is basically just a, a, a fruit juice, essentially, uh, fortified with usually, usually brandy in, in France. Um, this is actually fortified with Calvados. Um, and, it, and it's an apple juice, and it's from Eric Bordelais, who's this kind of legendary cider producer. Um, and he does this with – it's a combo of bitter apples, sweet apples, some acidic apples. He's he's kind of – he's obsessed with apples like people are with grapes. So he's really sort of top-notch uh, producer in that regards. You know, he's, he's – you know, makes some single varietal ciders and things like that. But this is his Mistel. So it's, a, it's essentially an apple juice crushed and then – Sort of, it starts to ferment a little bit, and then they stop the fermenting by adding the Calvados to it. Jane, so it's kind Jane of Caro and I are are salivating. Mm. If you don't pour us a little sure, drop of that sure. soon, we're going to scream. Um, so it's a beautiful so bottle. To our potties, Maybe what, even what would, would you describe it as a sarsaparilla kind of colour, um, Caro? Pretty creamy think, soda sort of colour. Well, like I, I think the, I think Calvados is is the right um, description. I went. To, I travelled through Normandy one year, Miles, with my mother and one of my best school friends, Nikki. And Nikki's father, Italian, wonderful Italian doctor by the name of Vincenzo, no longer with us, loved Calvados. And at every town and village, Nikki bought him another little bottle of Calvados Very because good. that's where it sort of originates from. Absolutely. Isn't it? And yeah. it was. The, I still remember. We're back in the eighties. Absolutely beautiful little bottles of Calvados. Yes, oh, here we go. <laughs> Let's hope Corrie the with the sound cabinet. effects. Miles, and Miles, how much does this cost? So six sixty-five dollars, I think oh, it is on the shelf. Wow. And at yeah, what point and of the day do we normally drink it? In the morning. 
I hope, I, hope you, I hope you have television today, um, Gary. You're going to be very controversial on yeah, that panel well, of yours. This well, we do this delicious. hazelnut. We do this hazelnut cake at Bellotta, and I think it would be sort of perfect with that, like hazelnut and that sweet, that sweet, sweet tart kind of. Yeah, it's got that bruised kind of apple funkiness on the nose, but comes off really like sweet and very, and, very and, cool. And hot or peppery or. Um, uh, on the back palate, I don't know. How, yeah, I wouldn't say pepper, but it's, yeah, yeah, it's quite. It hits you. It's beautiful. Could you have it? Would you have it after a meal as well? Yeah, absolutely. Well, obviously Perfect. with a with a pudding. Of yeah, I think or, after a meal or. Yeah. You can intravene a strip it if you want to. Absolutely <laughs> delicious. Beautiful. And what's the red? You'd probably miles? chill it, but I just. No, I think. Carol, I think actually, it's dare nice I say, room temperature. dare I say, nice um, lemon cordial bottle. I was, don't worry, yeah. I was thinking that, but I'd have, you, uh, we've got a fair way to go through to finish that bottle. You can make it, you know, you can make a, you can probably make an awesome glaze out of it too, if you're going to make a yeah. sort of tart tartan I was just like going that. to say, drink it with a tartan. It's already got the sugar in it, so it'll, it'll and thicken, thicken and caramelise. quince tart. Yeah, remember, tart. Anything, yeah. remember that super easy recipe the other week I did of Jamie Four, uh, Jamie Oliver's with the, um, with the, with the ice cream and the coffee oh, on the top? Yeah. That you would could actually pour, yeah, thank you, Africado. That would be oh, yeah, delicious. And finally, yeah. a red Miles. Yeah, and a red, can't, you know, have to have a red, of course. So La Dama Vini is the producer, and it's a Valpolicella Rapasso. So Valpolicella up in that sort of Verona region. We just did a tasting uh, a couple of weeks ago. So this was the hit at that tasting. Um, this producer makes a kind of light style in generally speaking. So what the Rapasso does is it takes... The Amarone, which is the dried grape wine. So they dry the grapes for Amarone, kind of rich, almost just a touch of sweetness. And what they do is they take the finished dried grapes from that fermentation and they put it back to the fermentation of the of the Rapasso wine. And it takes on a bit of tannin and colour and richness. Because often those Valpolicella wines, they're quite forward, crunchy, sort of red-fruited, raspberry, spicy sort of things. They're really, really lovely. And this just adds adds an extra sort of depth of of texture and weight. It adds some tannin and some bite to it. And this has got this lovely sort of like camphor sort of spice on it and black and sort of red fruits that really lovely. It's a beautiful colour. Yeah, it's just it's just lovely, and it just sits in that lovely sort of mid weight style. It's not a heavy wine, but it but it's starting to get some of that spicy sort of autumnal thing. So. You know, pretty sort of versatile. It's not a big wine, but it's certainly not a light wine either. So it sits in that nice. Yeah, I thought it was the perfect sort of autumn wine. And Quanta Costa? Uh, I think that's 44. And Valpolicella, and the name again? Rapasso. Rapasso. So is the method. And you'll see it on the label. Any Anyone who does it will put it on the label. So usually they're straight Valpolicella wines, and then they add back in that Amarone to make I've, a slightly I've, richer style. I've finished. Miles, that is yeah, the most good. wonderful my, recommendation. Because yeah, I need to take the glasses My glasses back. empty. <laughs> oh, I thought you might just say we don't. No, I can't have another one. That was delicious, Miles. Thanks I'm going to take tasting. it back to Bellotta and they can pour it. So That was a cocktail cabinet, thanks to Prince Wine Store. And remember to use the promo code M-E-S-S, that's short for messenger, at checkout online or in store at Bank Street, South Melbourne. Thank you, Miles. Lovely to see you. Thank you.